Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. All right, guys, welcome back to the Rick Shields Golf Show podcast, episode 216. It's the start of 2024. Happy New Year, guy. Happy New Year, Rick. Happy New Year to listeners, watchers. It feels like this is the final day that you can say Happy New Year to anybody for the rest of the, of the year. Mm. I think the 16th of Jan is kind of the cutoff point. But we have been somewhat slacking, Rick, that the last podcast went live. I think a little before, it was the 21st of the 12th. So we, I'm going to be... We have that, not been slacking. I'm going to be the angry guy now. Where have you been, Rick? Why has there been no podcast? I've been chilling out on a beach. Oh, okay. Of course. <laughs> of course. Um, well, it's always challenging around Christmas with obviously Christmas holidays, etc. And then I did. I went out on a nice, lovely family holiday to Dubai where I didn't think one single thing about work. Wow. However, that was very difficult mm. because it felt like the golf world erupted every other day. I'd pick up my phone, look on Instagram, and it'd be like, Guy broke 90. (laughs) (laughs) Tiger leaves Nike. Yes. Such a body. Leaves clothing brands. Such a body is rumoured to go to live. Such a body is doing this. Such. I'm like, for God's sake, I can't wait to get back to Manchester. Mm. Cold, freezing, wet. Manchester. Because I need to sit down with Guy, and we need to, we need to, we need to cut loose on what the hell is happening in golf right now. There's pros and there's cons. Some of the cons are we're a little bit late to the party on some of these topics, e.g. Tiger leaving Nike. <laughs> I imagine someone listening to this going, what? <laughs> but the, pro, the pros, though, are we're going to have an absolute jam-packed podcast. Um, we've got to talk about Tiger leaving Nike, as we just said. That's a huge story. What does that mean for golf? What does it mean for Tiger Woods? Who knows? Um, your friend and mine, Tommy Fleetwood, won this weekend at the so Dubai Invitational. Good. So the good. Inaugural winner. Happy about that word, right? Can you say it? Ignore grill. No, that's wrong. Ignore grill. Really? The first. Yes, that's the word. <laughs> Ignore grill. There we go. That's the kind of word that I said then twice, but equally I could say that wrong forever. It's quite a weird word to say. It's a stupid word. It is really. You won the first ever Dubai Invitational. <laughs> um, there's been new drivers coming out thick, oh God, fast, yes. and everywhere. That's another thing that, obviously, that was the start of every year. It's driver release season. Well, let's start there then. Why it's the start of the year. And we'll go into the rest of the stuff as this con- uh, as this podcast flows. But there's new drives from every brand you can think of, really. All the big dogs have got a driver out. You've got the new Cobra. You've got the new Callaway. You've got the new TaylorMade. And you've got the new Ping, which our video goes live today, I believe. Today. Later so on this afternoon. Yeah, I mean, from the first thing to unpack is why the hell the brands bring out brand new drivers at the very start of the year. I don't like it. Really? I don't like you it rather one it bit. Give us a bit of time, a bit of brief. I mean, from, <laughs> from reviewers, obviously, I was fairly lucky. I had a few um, uh, trips that I took the drivers away and so I could really test them thoroughly. But it's always a real challenge for certainly our wonderful editing team to try and put together the best possible video to go out on like the 3rd of Jan. Mm. It's like, for God's sake. Anyway, apart from that logistical issue... I feel like just the start of the season would be a bit better. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like a March, April time would would suit a lot more golfers. What you've got to think about here, though, is, yeah, from our point of view, start of January is a pain, right? 
the brands will have had put so much effort into looking at when is the absolute best possible time for them to launch. If you think about it now, you've got things like the Dubai Invitational, you've got Tommy Fleetwood, and you've got Rory with the new tailor-made QI10. So people start to see it. Oh, that looks good. They watch your review. Oh, they said it's good or they said it's bad or whatever. Then another maybe two or three weeks, it's in the shop. You can get a demo. You can get fitted. A couple more weeks later, it's then out. You're starting to want it, starting to build that want. Then come April, the season starts. That's when you're like, right, I've got to buy it now. Whereas if it actually launched in April, I think you need a little bit of time to let it but imagine, marinate. Imagine like Rory stepping up to the Masters with a brand new driver in the back. Well, that you've yeah. not seen him use. We did before. the driver cost him a tournament this weekend as well, well as the topic. It did. I will come on to that definitely later in the video. But yeah, um, Callaway AI Smoke, um, nice, very very solid driver. I think it looks one of the best this year. Performance was very very solid. Mm-hmm. More testing to be done um, for for future videos. We might uh, release on the Hit Channel, or we will be releasing on the Hit Channel. Um, slightly bizarre name, but kind of works. Yeah. The AI smoke and it's still in the paradigm family. Three driver heads, um, very, very, very solid lineup. Then you, the big boy came out, the tailor made mm. driver. I feel like tailor made have still got the biggest pulling power when it comes to drivers releases. Yeah, that's fair. Like that's where mo- we see it in viewing figures. It's what the most attention typically is on tailor-made drivers they've got certainly arguably the best marketing department and they've got the best athletes so if you've got rory mcelroy arguably the best driver of golf ball in the world tiger woods the most famous golfer i would ever have lived using your products not only on the tv but you can then utilize them in your adverts and commercials and content which they now do it, it, it's a recipe for success and they brought out this year qi10 yep worst naming driver I think Taylor made have ever brought out. Yeah, not the sexiest. I don't. I. I. To be fair though, they get slagged off for like bringing out jet speed mm. and aero speed and all these other things. Just QI10 just doesn't seem to land. But it's it's flowing off the tongue a little bit more easily now. Mm-hmm. And certainly when you as you mentioned, as you start seeing it a bit more on in players' hands and you start seeing it a little bit more uh, with this big story of trying to get the most forgiving drive ahead possible with this moment of inertia of 10k. Um, however, Ping reckon they've achieved said feat with their brand new G425 10K. Full 30. Go again. (laughs) (laughs) It's a mouthful. (laughs) Ping G430 10K. We didn't say the max. Max. Go again. (laughs) With the brand new 2024 Ping G430 Max 10k driver perfect thanks and then you've got the ls tech yes you've got the no you've not got that you've not got those versions this year but yeah this is an add-on to the a very successful g430 driver lineup but it's the most ultimate 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 forgiving driver ever made where taylor mayor on the quest for 10k Ping believe they've achieved it with this driver. I've been using this Ping driver for a few months. We obviously went to Dubai in December and I used the driver and those videos are coming out soon. And for me, obviously your video's out today, your review's really in-depth review. For me personally, I think it is more forgiving than the G425 I was playing. How is that? Can I measure that? I don't know. Is it in my head in a placebo? Because I know it should be more forgiving, potentially. But it does feel good. The one thing I would say, and this is sometimes what annoys me with golf brands, it's up to brands how often they release new equipment. That's up to them. That's their prerogative. And nobody has to buy it. Again, we know that. Most products from year to year change such a small amount. However, what does annoy me, and it would annoy me very much if I was an actual paying customer, let's be honest, is that Ping last year brought out the G430 Max, LS Tech, and SF Tech, which you just alluded to. They've now gone and gone with a 10K Max, a more forgiving version if I was a hardcore Ping fan and I knew last year, whatever date it was, that the G430 was coming out and I booked into my local pro shop to get a fit and said, look, I'm a Ping fanatic. I've always loved Ping. I grew up loving Lee Westwood, blah, blah, blah. I want the new driver. And on that very quick one, and I know Ping don't release all the time. Correct. I know Ping only release every two years. Correct. And I'm playing off 24. I don't hit the ball very well and I want a forgiving driver. At the time, I would have got fitted, I'm sure, maybe for an SF Tech, but more than likely the max driver. And I walk away with that best part of 500 quid, very happy with it. A few months later, it's not that they've replaced it for a G4, whatever. 
they've gone with another one in that same family that is now more forgiving. And and there's other brands who've done this before. Titus did it. They did it with the TS um, two and three. They then brought out a TS one and a TS four later we, down we the line. We ended up making a, quite a controversial video about that. We actually. did. And I think a lot of the time this comes down to two things. It comes down to maybe materials, things that we don't think of as customers, but maybe they can't get certain components in time from factories or whatever. And the other reason, the big reason that Ping had done it, let's be honest, is that they know they released their driver when they did, went down very well, great driver. But when Ping released their drivers, it's not around that review season, sorry, that other brand's release season. So they get all their sales for their driver. But then what can happen is coming to 2024, for a lot of people who are interested in Kerr, the G430 can now look old because it's last year. So all you do then is, which they have done, you drop a new one into the conversation, the 10K Max. That then gets you more sales, looks good for you know for their brand. And it almost reignites the other part of the family from last year as well. Do you think also, to some degree, why it's why they've also priced it very expensive? Yeah. I think it's 529 quid or something. No, it's like 599. 599. Wow. I think, I think they've brought that out as well as almost like, well, surely this driver's got to be better because it's more expensive than the others. Yeah, maybe. But it, yeah, it, it's a good driver. But I think all of these drivers, and again, we've said this before, we'll say it again. They've got a lot of sex appeal, let's be honest. You look at them, they're shiny, they're new. They suddenly make the old ones look old. You see the best players in the world using them. You watch the reviews. And before you know it, if you're into your golf, you want to buy one. Don't don't forget, arguably my favourite driver releases this year. The Cobra. The Cobra Dark Speed. Yeah. Seriously, seriously, I was... I think I'm semi in love with uh, <laughs> the driver lineup there. I think the Dark Speed this year, I think without question looks the best and actually performance wise was very 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 strong for the first time in a long time guy and i mean this i've got itchy feet with my driver wow g4 25 max i've been using for god donkey's years now Mm. all of two years i've been using it that's like dog years though for you (laughs) having a driver two years is actually seven (laughs) 14 in yeah. total. Um, yeah, I've had the G425 Max in the in the bag for a while, but it is definitely due a change. You might have seen in a few videos that I released pre-Christmas, I kind of threw in the Adams driver. That made me feel a bit sick. There is another video of still the Adams driver in the yeah, bag. what were you thinking? I know. That's, that's not even been released just yet, but uh, that's gone. And then um, Cobra. I think that's the one I'm most intrigued, but... I'm open. I'm open to using any of those uh, drivers this year, um, but my big mission is to increase speed, distance, and ball speed. Mm. I'm not bothered about forgiveness, guy. <laughs> I'll hit it and I'll find it. You're not bothered about shooting lower scores. You've got a little bit of a flex on the occasional Instagram story. I want to hit it further. I want to know that I've still got got it mm. inside me. I've still got that speed, and at the moment, it feels like I'm on a downward spiral to retirement yeah well well i need to i need to get speed back up according to cobra the dark speed is the driver that we have to do that <laughs> they've gone down this story of head shape and swing speed but it's a funny one cobra because i know cobra make great products i think most golfers would would agree with me on that but there's something about the brand and i can't work out what it is and what they need to do but if i had a friend who said to me oh guy i've gone and got a fit in for one of these new drivers i wanted to buy one money's burned a hole in the pocket and they'd gone for a fitting with everything if they said they'd bought the Cobra, I would never look down my nose at it. I know it's a great driver. It's a decent price point. But I feel like I've got to ask why. Whereas if they got fitted and came away with the TaylorMade QI10 or even a Ping or obviously a Callaway, it's like, oh yeah, cool. thing and is it, though, they've all got stereotypes. Potentially. You've got a mate and he goes, he com- comes out with a brand new QI10. Okay. Yeah. What, what's your first I think thought? Mark's dream. Yeah. I'm thinking he's now going to probably buy the the, the matching irons. Mm-hmm. He's going to have the the tour bag. He's going to go full tailor made. Yeah, like the Callaway. Yeah. What, what do you think with Callaway? Callaway has had a bit of a resurgence. For me, it was a bit of an old man's brand for a time, and it's kind of come back now as someone that wants a bit of ball speed. It's not my favourite brand. I, but I feel like it's a definitely more youthful brand. It's getting that way. With the old, yeah, it's trying um, that way. And I would maybe say you're probably inspired by the players using it, not maybe so much the marketing. And, and kind of you want to you still hang with the kids. Yeah, for me, a ping then, for the ping consumer, of which I am, <laughs> with my driver, 
He's very much uh, sensible. You, you've chosen because of performance. They've gone for they drive the speed limit on the road. They're, they're very kind of um, conscious and, 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 and safe, I'd say. Never things. park on double yellow lines. No. It's a driver for me. would. It's not a driver for me No, anymore, it's not a driver for you at all. Whereas Cobra is a bit more like... Maybe have a hat on backwards, walking down the range. A bit, bit... Mm, so I just don't quite... What is Cobra? That's where I struggle with a little bit. Yeah. Is it... When Bryson's using the stuff, it's a bit quirky. Is it Ricky Fowler in orange pants? Is it... Who is it? But don't forget, us growing up, Cobra was the old Absolutely man Absolutely it was. Like Cobra, driver, do, 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 yep. Imagine if someone said in 10 years, Cobra would be seen as like the, the kind of edgy brand, the little bit more kind of reverent brand. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't believe it, would you? Not at all. And I think that's... With all this said and done, what it leads us nicely into the topic of, you can have any of these drivers, you can watch the videos, you can watch the marketing promotions, you can watch your reviews, you can get all excited for them. And some of them might help your game, and the keyword there is might. But at the end of the day, when you're coming down the 18th hole and you might be playing in your local monthly medal or playing a match play against your friend, really, whether your driver is the current driver, two years old or five years old, doesn't matter. It's about putting a good swing on it. And we saw that happen to Rory. Obviously, Rory is one of the best drivers of the golf ball on the planet ever, full stop. On the 18th hole at um, Dubai Creek, he was winning and he pulled it left into the water. Tommy Fleetwood birdied it and then Tommy came off victorious. In that moment in time, that new driver was irrelevant, wasn't it? Could have, could have been using a Dunlop. Correct. It, it, it was that final day, and I think we were speaking about it earlier this morning. It's... Re- for, I, I was back home, so Dubai times, four hours ahead of the UK. For that final round, it's at such a great time to watch as a consumer. Sunday morning, kids were kind of pottering around playing. I had the golf on. Re- I was genuinely really, really rooting for Tommy. Not that I've got anything against Rory, but obviously spent some time. We've, we've spent quite a bit of time with Tommy, to be fair. Um, and... It was just, I really, really wanted him to win. I feel like he needs wins to boost his confidence, to help him kind of just crush 2024. Like, I think he's 15th best player in the world at the moment. He could easily be top five. Yeah. Like, the amount of times he puts himself into contention. So, to be able to get on across the line was great. Albeit, he would probably see himself as being a bit fortunate um, with Rory obviously putting it in the water on the last, but what what a phenomenal last round of golf, and what an incredible bat nine! It, you, you, like, you, lots of ha- lots lots happened in that bat nine. You're right with Tommy, but I'd also counter that to a degree than saying that he was fortunate. That you don't expect Rory McIlroy to hit a shot like that on 18 with his driver, but then Tommy sunk a monster to oh, then yeah. take the victory. So it was kind of like it got some, not handed to him, but it was it was there, and he took it. Yeah, exactly. That, that showed balls, if we're being honest, but. It was funny, I tweeted about it, I know you did as well, I was made up for Tommy, he genuinely is by the way, one of the nicest guys I've ever met in golf, he's, he's such a lovely guy, he's got some big videos coming with him very, very soon, but I tweeted about it, and somebody... And in fact, next week's episode is Tommy Fleetwood episode. We'll come on to that in a... Yeah, it is, but we'll come on to the main video in a second, but on that, I saw, you know, we, I've not been the biggest Liv fan, and neither of you, and without bashing Liv once more, but... Somebody tweeted me back saying like, uh, oh yeah, so much, felt like it meant so much more than Liv or whatever, right? And I didn't comment back, but I kind of agreed at the time. I thought, yeah, you know, it did. It was better for me to watch. I was so much more engrossed in that event than any of the live events. But I was thinking this morning, why? Because it's a new tournament. It's a made-up tournament, as all tournaments are. Is it because I played the golf course? Luckily, maybe. But the real reason was that I was glued to that is because you've got Tommy Fleetwood, one of the world's best players and a guy that I kind of somewhat know, and Rory McIlroy, one of the best players ever to have lived, head-to-head. If you actually look at the rest of the leaderboard, this is no criticism whatsoever on the guys on the leaderboard, I must add. But you've got Thurston Lawrence, who came second. You've got Jordan Smith, English guy, was fourth. Molinari, Xander Lombard, uh, Toby and Olsen. Some great guys. If those guys were the top few, which they were, but you take away Rory and you take away Tommy, would I have been watching? Yeah, it it, no. it was a, it was about Tommy and Correct. Rory. Even if to me it, it was the fact it was Tommy and Rory, because if even if it was Rory versus Xander Lombard for yeah, fragment's sake, I wouldn't have been glued to it. But now then, and again going back to live just for one sec, if in this next, well, sorry, this year now, if we have this same situation where it's Brooks and John Rahm in the last group with a few holes to play. Will I watch? I probably will. So is it showing us that the actual tour and the format is actually somewhat secondary? It is about having those names competing. You, you know what's quite interesting? What, what you mentioned just at the start of that then about this, this the, invita- the Dubai Invitationals are made up event. 
Yeah. First time it's ever been done at Dubai Creek. And you think, well, all live events are made up. But it feels like because there's track record, like the Dubai Desert Classic, which is this week, that was made up 20 odd years ago. But that, that's a real iconic event now on the European tour. Yeah. Because of that, because of that history and that legacy and, and that track record, there's nothing wrong, nothing saying that the Dubai Invitational won't be of the same stature in 20 years down the line. Because mm-hmm. there's this history there. There's, Liv's still not had that time to be able to do any of that. Mm. Like, whoever wins Liv UK next year, there's still only been two winners of that event. And there's been no history yet of 20 years, 30 years. And to some degree, I actually think a lot of the conversations that are happening now with PJ Tour, European Tour, and Liv about this kind of... It, it definitely seems to be going more into this yeah, kind of well, direction. Yeah, well, Rory's changed his tune a little bit, hasn't he's he? He's changed his tune a... F- for the full 180 degrees. I'm not being funny. He really has. As it's starting to look like there's going to be now a future where all of these uh, um, tours exist or even come together, I actually think it's, it's to some degree, because I almost feel like I don't still don't see a future for Liv in that. In its current setup right now. So, because yeah. it's go, it, something's going to change Something's going to happen. If there's going to be conversations around the table, if, if they're going to blend together, something's going to change. And I almost then still, it almost devalues the tournament still now even more. Like, let's say this year, I mean, live, live this year, we're going playing at JCB, one of our favourite golf courses. Literally filmed loads of videos there. I know the guy's great there. Whoever wins, John Rahm goes and wins JCB live. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's going to happen. Um, how many live events at JCB or in the UK are going to exist past this point? Mm. I still don't think there's enough of a legacy just yet. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. It's a bit like, again, a stupid analogy. The Olympics has been going for hundreds and hundreds of years, right? And when you win a gold medal in the Olympics, it's like, you are a gold medalist. And that's been, that is track record for all those years, right? Yeah. When golf first came into the Olympics again recently, when Justin Rose won, that was the first ever event of golf back in the Olympics in the modern era. Mm-hmm. But because he won a gold medal, just like all the old golf, golf medals that have happened hundreds of years ago, straight away, validity. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you are now a gold medalist. Done. I don't know. It, I just, I, I feel with this, I, and I'm pleased there is conversations happening. I'm pleased there's going to be a getting together, a more serious one, because obviously they, they were the rumours back in June when the PIF joined forces with, or had a... a alliance with the pga tour nothing's really happened since that there's now been an extension um something's going to happen yeah but that's where i feel like what we're talking about right now pj tour european tour live I, I almost don't see a future where any of that exists maybe it was an answer i don't think anyone knows to, but you're right but one thing that's strange for me is i and i've been on this podcast many a time saying that just what you've said that I don't like live because there's no heritage, there's no meaning behind the events. And to a degree, I do still stand by that. And what you've you've voiced then makes sense to me. However, again, if I choose this weekend, just gone as the example, I didn't watch that really thinking, whoever wins this is going to add one more DP world title to the name or they're going to win whatever it was, prize money or anything like that. It was just literally, I'm excited because it's two amazing golfers going head to head and one's going to win and one's not going to win. So although I don't, again, think Liv has got any of that prestige yet, maybe never it will. I do genuinely believe, and maybe I'm doing a bit of a 180 myself, that this year, now there is John Rahm and you've got Kepka and a handful of other, Cam Smith, etc. If there is an event, whether it be JCB or another, we're going down the last few holes, you've got those three or four guys going neck and neck, I might tune in. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't think it means much who wins necessarily in terms of, oh my God, he's got a Liv event and he's not, it still could be exciting. But yeah. Who knows? And I still, to some degree, what, and this isn't every week at all, and I'm probably being quite hypocritical here. Yesterday when I watched it, I literally tuned in for four hours and I could not take my eyes off it. Mm -hmm. And I loved the fact that everyone was playing in the correct order on the golf course. Yeah. That, was it Tristan Lawrence? Yeah. Like, put a late charge in there to, to set the clubhouse lead 18 under. I love that then that was set. 
And I love then that Rory and Tommy had two holes left to, to mm-hmm. go and they're both playing each other and they're both playing the 17th and 18th hole in regulation order. Yeah. I love all that still. And I, and I don't know if it's even the shotgun element yeah. that, that loses that little bit of, well, hold on a minute. Let me, let me scratch my head. If, if Cam Smith's on the 17th, he's got to make Eagle. That's a par four where Brooks Kepler's got to make birdie on the last but that's a par three do you know I, I don't know if sometimes that even confuses it just a little bit more i still don't think the format's right for no. some reason and and it's not pooing on live or whatever I, I just hope that the right people get around the right table and go right come on let's all work together again nothing wrong with you know pumping money into the game of golf whatever it may be make all these um golfers billionaires let's not let's not talk about it so much about money um but let's let's create the best, the actual best product for the fans. I think they're on that, and again, we'll 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 move on in a second to what content we've got coming up. But like next week, or well, this week, should I say? Now is the Hero Dubai Desert Classic, and it's obviously one of the Rolex events. It's loads of prize money. As a golfer, the kind of worrying thing is for golf, if you like, is that I will only be and not just being just, just me. I'm sure you're the same. I'll really only tune into that probably on the Sunday. And if there's guys who I know and like if who are doing guy. well, if no respect, some of those names I mentioned earlier are doing well and are up there, great for them and wish them all the best. It's not going to make me tune in. But if you've got, again, a, a sandwich of Rory and Tommy and whoever else, I'll probably want to tune in. So we still need to conquer that, don't we? Every event is a must-see, not just who's doing well. Uh, but speaking of Tommy, the next podcast we are doing is a Tommy Fleetwood special. It was recorded a few weeks ago before his win. Um, and then on the Friday, it's the rematch. It's you, Rick Shields versus Tommy Fleetwood. He starts level par. You get the luxury of starting 10 under par. Who wins? I have to wait and see. It's uh, it's epic. Mm. It's really, really, really good. I think you're going to love it. Tom, as mentioned a couple of times, Tommy is such an amazing person. Um, the, the podcast episode, I'm actually excited because it was a few weeks ago. I'm excited to listen back to it. Yep. Because I honestly think the the way Tommy comes across, um, he talks about being quite nervous in the podcast, weirdly, but you can never tell. He's so chilled out from, from the outset. We also did a few extra videos. We did a really good coaching video. Mm. We did a coaching video out of Bunkers and how good he was out of Bunkers oh, yesterday. Insane. You've got to watch that coaching video. That'll be coming out soon. We also did a very in-depth What's in the Bag, the clubs he's currently using, which is going to go on the Hit channel. Stay tuned for that. Podcast next week as well. And then the 10-Shot Challenge. It's going to be action-packed and i i'm gonna say it now he's gonna go back to back weeks he's gonna go and win it. at the dubai desert classic i would love that um yeah he's just and what what's mad is really if you actually look his time here he um the last event that was in in dubai the um race to dubai final at jamira golf estate which is the golf course i actually played tommy at mm. um the earth course it's an unbelievable golf course it's Really bloody hard. We play off the bat tees, it's like 7,700 yards. Excuses Bunkers, <laughs> bloody everywhere. But anyway, stay tuned, I'll get a 10-shot head start. And um, he, he could have won that back in December. Yeah. He, he obviously went and won the Dubai Invitational. I just think, I just want to see his game just go to a different level. And I, and I, and I really think he's got it in him. Absolutely, uh, yeah, and I think on top of that, though, that we've got some, we've had a bit of, like I said, jokes aside at the start of the podcast, there have been, been a few weeks of no podcast, there has been videos on the main channel, there is so much in the bank, the podcast is going to be back every single week from now, on a Tuesday, if you're in the clubhouse, rest assured, they're coming thick and fast, and main channel videos, we've arguably got too much content, so too it's going to be jam-packed, we... um I'm excited for them, actually. I'm excited for a lot of the videos. Our big match, head-to-head. It feels like a lifetime ago now in Dubai. Um, what was it called? The Clash in the Sun. That's rubbish. Think of a better version. What could it be well, it called? Was in the, it was in the desert, really. The destru- Destruction in the Desert. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good, good, good match. It lived up to all the hype. We <laughs> it won't was give very any spoilers. Good. Yeah, it was very good. Um, but yeah, there's loads of videos coming. So I do apologise for those people who've been missing the podcast. But, you know, Rick's got to have a break. He's got to have his month in Dubai. basically he's got a cough off the back of it (laughs) so those sheeshes you've been smoking in your bentley and your bugattis that's funny that is funny um yes so one thing we've not discussed yet obviously we alluded to it in the last podcast which again feels like a lifetime ago but the rumors at the time were tiger woods was potentially leaving nike golf 
It's now confirmed officially, obviously, by a Tiger and by Nike. They have parted ways. Uh, I've had a little bit of time, obviously. It's been a while to, to digest okay? this. Yes. I grieve. Uh, at first, I was a bit gutted, and then I realised it was just a man's clothes that he was wearing, and I got over it quite quickly. But what it means for golf, though, and what it means for Nike and endorsements, it, it opens up a lot of questions, I think. The simple answer is that, as a business, obviously Nike have to make money off their athletes, hence why they have athletes, and the athlete has to, to make money or um, products. So the simple example would be, if you're an aspiring bodybuilder and a protein company, say, we're going to sponsor you, and we won't pay you, but we'll give you loads of free protein, for example, that would be quite good, because you're thinking, well, yeah, I, I, it, it's a it, it's worth a lot of money, I want to use those supplements, etc., etc. Somebody like Tiger Woods, obviously, he's not just going to be getting free clothes off Nike. He's getting a lot of money. It's about $20 million a year. And he's had a lot of these long-term contracts, like five years, 10 years, whatever it might be. So it's obviously come to a point where either they've said, yeah, we'll give you $20 million again. And he's gone, I want more. Or maybe they've gone down and said, we're going to offer you $10 million a year now. You're not playing as much. You're not maybe as relevant in some ways. I use that very lightly in some ways as he once was. And he decided, no, I'm going to either sign with somebody else, which I can't really I can't see, see happening, that future, or he is going to launch his own brand or have a very big stake. There's rumours about tailor-made clothing, where have a, you'll obviously have a huge stake in that. He does own the logo, the TW logo, so I'm sure we won't be seeing that go away. That'll stay, again, out and about and relevant. What does it mean? Does it mean anything more? For, is there more to this? Is there more about Nike maybe looking to, in the future, not focus much on golf? You have signed some new athletes. They They've have. got, um, is it, what's he called? Guido, yeah. Mixoli or whatever. Yeah. So they're not going immediately. But is it going to invest? He's going to cost, without being disrespectful, buttons compared to Tiger. Well, I think, I mean, you could you could sign a hundred of that type of tour pro. Correct. You could literally, you, you could sponsor everybody in the field at the Dubai Desert Classic. Yeah. Bar, you've already got Tommy and Rory for the same amount of money you were paying Tiger comfortably. Um, I it was interesting because obviously we, we'd heard a lot of rumours mm. and those rumours were true. It got announced a couple of weeks old last week. Um, uh, nobody was shocked. I think where the real vicious rumours started to kick in because obviously it came straight after Jason Day leaving Nike yeah. and signing with Malbonne Golf, mm-hmm. uh, which is a real kind of cool, more more streetwear kind Say of cutting it's cool, edge. but I don't didn't like what he's been wearing. It, it's out there, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's different. It is cool, but it's not what I'd perceive as cool, if that makes so it sense. It must be cool. <laughs> it's, um, it's out there. It's just very different, isn't yeah. it? They've also signed Charlie Hull. I saw that. Jasper Parnovic. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Um, I, I think, to be honest, I think what uh, Charlie Hull's been wearing in Marlborough looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, um, I think that's where it probably really sparked the... the, the uh, Nike completely coming out of golf was Jason Day leaving, Tiger was leaving, or parting ways, whatever it may be. And everyone's like, well, this is it, you know. But obviously, that I don't think that's going to be the case. No. I- Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I don't think Nike will be leaving golf in the in the immediate future, but what I was thinking again, I've had, as you'll probably tell, I've had a long time to, to dwell on this, is that if you think about other sports that are big for Nike, and, and football is arguably one of the biggest soccer for American listeners, when you pay those superstars, e.g. a Ronaldo or whoever, to wear your boots, you're doing it to, first of all, validate the brand and make people aware that Nike make great football boots. Associated but, with the best players, exactly. players. But you're also doing it really to influence youngsters, really. Think about people that buy football boots. Yes, there'll be some people our age you might play on a Sunday or five-a-side, but a lot of people are either in school, using them for PA or playing for an under-eight team. So a lot of your customers will be younger people. What are you laughing at? I just like how you picked under eights. I don't know why I picked under eight yet. Under ten. <laughs> who will want the boots that the idol wears. Whether that be the exact boot is often not the case, but a takedown version, a cheaper version. Well, I was when, when I was playing football, I was younger, and David Beckham Preds. was with Predator, Adidas Predator. I was I, I had to have those boots. Absolutely. Like if, my, if my parents said, no, it's going to be a different pair, I'd be like, no, I, I need those pair. That's the pair I need. Like, Well, exactly. And think about how much, I mean, obviously your little boy's getting to the point soon where he'll be probably, if not got boots, but bite and he might go after his best player or whoever he, whatever they, they were. If you think about golf, you have got youngsters playing golf, obviously. But the people are buying golf clothes and equipment are a lot older than those that are buying football um boots or whatever it might be. So if you look up, Nike signed Tiger in 1996 and he's been there ever since. So one thing he has massively done is is solidify the branding golf. But what he's not done in some ways has helped necessarily shift product in every aspect because yes, I'm sure they've sold a lot of red polos and people might want to be like Tiger and buy a black cap. They couldn't sell golf clubs very well even though Tiger was using them. And it's like, really, if any of your friends that you go and play golf with outside of work, are they ever going to buy a pair of shoes because Tiger wears them? They're going to buy what they like and what are comfortable. I feel like Nike, whether this has been because of the partnership, it, people buy Nike because they like Nike. Yeah. Now. Like, if, if, if they see a new Nike pair of golf shoes that come out, it's like, I want to buy them because I like, I like Nike, the brand. I like, you know, I know they've done the cool in other areas. They're a cool shoe. I want to buy them. Well, that's, that's a massive thing, and that's a huge factor. So whether they're now looking to think, right, Nike's done his, he's done his, you know, his service. He's done his service. He's done a lot for our brand. Even if he goes and wears, which he won't do, an Adidas cap, all those maids is worn are wearing a swoosh. He's done his bit. Let him go and do what he wants and chase a bit more dough. Fine, no issue with that. The other thing, and it, it, it pains me to say this, but from, from Nike's investment and, and what they want to spend per year, does Tiger still move the needle like he used to? I don't mean generically because he does generically, but in terms of younger people coming into the game, are they going to look at Tiger like we did? And I, the answer, I think, sadly, is is no. Like, it plays very rarely. If you imagine if you're a ten year old kid now, you've got into golf because your dad plays or your mum plays, and they say Tiger Woods is my favourite player. Why mum? Why dad? We did X, Y, and Z. It feels like you're, you're showing them history, aren't you? You're not going to say watch him this weekend necessarily and watch him win this event maybe that's going to be now we're looking at Kepka or Rory or Tommy or all these other people who are wearing the swoosh well that, that is quite interesting because if you actually look at again Nike's athletes you've got obviously Rory mm-hmm. arguably the second biggest name in golf after Tiger yeah would, would, would that be fair to say 100% in this modern era what's also interesting is is Nike didn't drop that many athletes that moved to live no. for example Brooks Kepka. Well, uh, Brooks Kepka has has just done a, a photo shoot this last week or so. What's his team now? Smash, Smash, and all of the other three guys have got Smash uniform on. He's not. He's yeah. got his still his Nike clothing on. His Nike hat. His swoosh on his shirt. His sh- golf shoes are still Nike. Like everyone else is wearing his Smash. So they're paying him a, mm. a, a decent whack. Like um, you. Who was, was I think about just a second ago? Well, they've got well. Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, who arguably is the best. Yeah, well, he is the best player in the world. Um, Tommy, you've got just yeah, 
they've got a lot but then the other point I was going to lead on to I think genuinely the reasons probably are just simply financial yeah. but you could if you want to go down wormholes you could look at that I know that um, Brooks Koepka had this this Nike golf shoe the Smash logo on the side that obviously Nike have had to produce it's not a collab but they've had to produce that shoe have Nike and they're asking the question now I'm sure I'm wrong but have Nike said we want a piece of live we want to stick with Brooks and invest in live is that where Tiger's gone not with me you're not and they've parted ways. I doubt it. I'm just saying I don't know. Like, well, is there something again, deeper that, to it? That is Liv's plan. Like, each team needs to have a headline sponsor. Like, it it needs to be at some point. Like, Smash GC could easily change to Swoosh GC. Oh, yeah. That's a good name, isn't it? Swoosh, yeah, it's very good. Swoosh GC. And, and that might convert me. <laughs> Who knows? I think... <laughs> sorry. I think um, it, it's it's a very interesting time. And... and um, you know what though I know you've read the book and you bought it me very early days when I, when I actually <laughs> signed with Nike I mean arguably this is the biggest the second biggest breakup of ever athlete and Nike really. well you leaving was massive it's like a little bit, bit num- less. number three on trending on YouTube <laughs> and this, this was even trending nobody even talked about it um, wasn't there something about Phil Knight just not being able to have it that Tiger won his 19th major or whatever, not wearing a Nike swoosh hat. Yeah, I mean, I read the book years ago now, but I know that Phil Knight and Tiger had a great relationship. And if you look at the post that Tiger yeah, actually posted, it was him and his mum, who obviously is his, his favourite person in the world, apart from his children, and, and Phil Knight. And I know there's a massive, there's a really strong relationship there. I think when Nike have really probably messed up, is yes, there was a TW line, but they didn't really create that, movement if you look at like jordan i know it's a different kettle of fish with basketball and stuff but the jordan brand brand is such a brand on its own right and it's just gone so mainstream outside of basketball what was there something that could have been done with a tw line and could have had tiger even more invested i'm not sure um but we'll see it's interesting i, I do think jordan brand is like an anomaly and i'm yeah well yeah i just don't See how that could have been done in any other sport, really. No, and, and, and nor do I. There's no way that people are going to be wearing golf shoes out on the street like you could wear a basketball no. shoe. Which and I've never, trainers. ever, ever played basketball properly. But I've, I've got Jordan yeah. stuff. I've got Jordan shoes. I've got Jordan, like, I've just bought little Jude, a little Jordan t-shirt and stuff. So it's like, I feel like that was a brand that's gone way beyond oh. anything else that ever could have, ever could have... Um, Anyone would have foreseen, apart from Michael Jordan, maybe himself. But, um, yeah, very, very interesting. February, he's teeing it up at the Genesis, mm. where we will, it all will be revealed. What Right now, what's your actual prediction? For what's Tiger Woods? Yeah, what's he going to be wearing? Oh, right, okay, brand-wise. I think it's pretty straightforward. I think he'll either be wearing <laughs> tailor-made apparel, and he will obviously have a massive percentage stake in that brand, so he'll be earning more than this twenty million pound a year that dollars he was worth using get, getting paid off Nike, or his own TW line that is maybe somebody else obviously actually manufactures it, just sells as a TW logo, and it might even look quite similar. He's still going to be wearing Sunday red, isn't he, and black trousers, I guess, with his foot joy shoes. I think those are the two. I can't see anybody else. I don't know. Well, the, the rumours. I'm not saying. These are the things, but the, the rumors. Is this the Grayson one? So Grayson, yeah. sponsor Justin Thomas. Yeah. There's rumors there. I just can't see that, but. There's, there's rumors, Foot Joy. Can't see that. I can't see that one bit. Um, there, let me, I've written down the other day where I write them. And, uh, oh, it's on a chat. Um, and then, Taylor May clothing is probably the most likely. I think the big thing in it is that, you know, I think sometimes when you follow a golfer or whatever and you become a fan of them and you might purchase things because they have got them or you might not, whatever, but you associate them being with the brand, it being a real partnership, and it is, but it's all due to money, let's be honest. Like, I'm sure Ty get liked the Nike products, but he was wearing them and using them because he was getting paid a hell of a lot of money. He's only dropped them because he's not getting the money that he now wants. I'm sure that's as simple as that. I'm, I, I, you'd like to think that Nike would have wanted to keep Tiger, surely. So he has to be making, surely, in excess of $20 million a year. To, well, it, it'd have to be five x that. You'd think so. So, like, if if he's going to leave, let's say Nike, oh, listen, Tag, we're not going to do twenty million. We're going to do fifteen. And somebody offered him twenty. I can't. He's not grumbling over five million, is he? Exactly. So, someone's come in and said, "I reckon 
like say a clothing brand, whether it's tailor made or someone else saying, we're going to give you this much share and we, we can almost guarantee you're going to make a hundred million over the next 10 years, like every year for the next 10 years, maybe even longer. Well, and, and the last, last thing on this before, so before we move on to something else is that, yeah, he's getting paid a nice amount off Nike every year, but there's going to be a point, and it's going to be soon-ish, let's be honest, where his, his career does come to an end and his playing career comes to an end. If he has a big stake or his own company that goes on to do well and can even get a small percentile of the success that Jordan ever got on his Tiger's own brand, I'm just going to say that's set him up for life. He's already set up for life, but that would be the game changer from like a business standpoint. That would set up his is 10th generational grandchild for well, life. Think, yeah, you think about simple maths. Currently he's only doing the 8th generational grandchild. Well, if you buy a TW hat now, and in theory, a penny of that, if that goes towards Tiger's 20 million a year, if you buy a TW hat and it's his own brand, then he gets X amount of that, which is going to be a lot more. It makes sense, doesn't oh, yeah, it? So no, long as he can shift product, which I'm sure I he can. totally, totally get the decision. It's just, um, it'll be interesting to see in Feb. The other rumour I heard that you didn't mention, which was a bit of a coincidence, maybe it's just a coincidence, maybe there's more to it, I don't know, you tell me, was that you release your own merch and then he stops wearing Nike. Like, come on. I mean, I'm glad you brought it up, Guy, because there is some breaking news. (laughs) Uh, Tiger Woods, I can't believe I'm saying this, will not be wearing RS merch, I'm afraid. (laughs) But if you do want to get some RS merch, check it out, rickshields.com forward slash shop. I believe some of the certain products have been selling out thick and fast and some of them actually nearly sold out, you said to me this morning. Like, literally, it is getting so close to almost full sellout on the whole website. Wow. So, like, get it. Genuinely, I reckon it won't last for the next week or so before everything on the website is sold out. And then you'll have to wait for stock to be replenished, which might not be that quick, to be honest. Well, I saw quite a lot while you were away. I think you were showing a few on your stories. Quite a lot of people out on the golf course with the head covers. Certainly some of the clubhouse head covers, which was great to see. I've got the clubhouse head cover. It's It's very, very nice. part of the clubhouse. I don't... Guy, you are the clubhouse. I'm not sure how you can get much closer to being the clubhouse. But for our beloved listeners, if you do want to get involved, there are still some more of the clubhouse head covers left. Check it out, rickshields.com forward slash shop. Uh, You do not want to miss out on, honestly, genuine last bits of stock um, before we have to shut the shop for a period of time before we replenish. Do you want a few questions? I would love some. So we've had some questions asked on Twitter. And we've also had, as always, some um, in the Facebook group. If you're not a member of the Facebook group, join it. It's free. Totally free. Because all your stuff's free, apart from your merch. That's definitely that, not that, free. No, that's the only thing you have Everything's to free, apart from the merch. Um, Jazz Little would have said, were, is the, and we put it in this tone, by Just the way. Just by the way, sorry, quick one. Um, if you are to buy more merch, then who knows, maybe Tiger Woods, maybe we could convince Tiger Woods to come. So we need to pay him $21 million a year. Okay, so, so good luck, everyone. Buy your head cover. <laughs> um, Giles Little would have said, where is the ping driver of you and why is it late like last year's was? Do you guys have something against ping? Yes. There you go. I've used the driver for three years. I, yeah. abs- I absolutely hate As the brand. I, yeah. um, the simple answer, and, it's, and it's, it's a decision we take on the amount of uploads that take place at the start of the year. So if we would... So, I'm sure people who hardcore listeners will know this. At the start of the year, brands will release the embargo on a product. And typically, you'll open your YouTube feed that day, and every Tom, Dick, and Harry has got a. Did Dick upload this? I watched Tom and Harry's. I missed Dick's. Oh, my gosh, that's you. The big dick. Why do you keep coughing all the time? It's like when I'm laughing. It's like a laugh cough. The. You'll see on YouTube feed that everyone has released then their driver review. And this year's, I think similar to even last time, the Ping's driver release clashed with the Cobra driver release. I think it was actually tailor-made. Tailor-made. Yep. Silly on them. So the Ping embargo released at the same day as the tailor-made embargo. And we didn't think it was fair for either brand to release both videos on the same day. And even the day after. So we've we've... Get had that bit of breathing space. All the videos have been released or filmed already, being edited as we speak. As of like the actual ping videos out today, the sixteenth of Jan, 
Um, but yeah, the TaylorMade and Ping were just too close, so we decided to separate it because we can. Well, just on that, and that's glad you said because we can. It's a very good point. We can like that's the thing that we have a very loose relationship with these brands. We've explained it many times before, but one more time. They send us information about the product. We sign something to say, yeah, send us this information. We will not leak it. And if we do, we're responsible. Take us to court, etc. Um, they then often will send us the physical product or fit you for a product. We then test it in our own unbiased way. And on that date that the contract we've signed says, we can release the video. doesn't mean we have to release the video. It doesn't then. say you have to release Correct. the video If you time. were, and this isn't a dig, but some of the tailor-made ambassadors like um, Grant Horvat and Micah Morris, etc., have done tailor-made product because they're they're openly sponsored athletes they will have to in their contract release videos at set times that's just part of it we don't so if we want to release the ping video a week later or two weeks later or not even review it all that's up to us there's certain things like a tailor-made drive where you know there's a lot of excitement a lot of buzz so we'd be quite naive not to hit that embargo time because you want that most engagement on our video let's be honest but we release them when we want and also you'll see like golf magazines will release every product on embargo day exactly but again there's a bit of control there from the brands because they pay for advertisement space in the magazines so the kind of magazines have to hit certain embargoes we don't have to do that so it's been reviewed it will be coming out um well it is coming out today so yep. enjoy it sit back relax ping g for th- the brand new ping <laughs> the brand new for 2024 ping g430 max 10k driver so you could watch your review where you say if it's good bad or indifferent or you could know that I use it. Now, do you think I would sell drivers that people go, well, that's the driver that Guy Charnett uses. Must be good. Have those videos been released yet? Have you used it? <laughs> no, but I do use it. And I'm telling people now, and maybe that'll sell drivers. Maybe I can have the new Tiger Woods. Maybe I can get 20 quid a year off Nike. Imagine that. Imagine that. Free gear and 20 quid a year. <laughs> Done. I'm sold. Um, Martin Brown has asked it. This is a comment that got quite a few likes, and I've seen this around the, the internet in the corners of the, the web. Are you playing the good, good live event in February? And if so, who with? Unfortunately, I'm not. Um, I know, I'm not. And and the reason being, we've got a trip in the end of January that is, we're actually in America till kind of almost the start of February. But then we need to be back. It's a long trip. We're filming a lot of content to then try and add on another trip only four or five days later for across the country in Arizona mm. to try and be over there for an extra three or four days. It's just logistically not possible. I wish, I wish I could, I wish I'd known a bit more about it. I wish I'd had a bit more of a heads up, maybe f- even from the guys at good, good to say, listen, this is on the radar, you know, save the date, so to speak. Cause I would have definitely played in it. I'd have loved to have played in it. Um, who my partner would have been, who knows? Um, maybe, maybe Mr. Charnock, maybe someone else, but it, Unfortunately, this time I cannot do it. Good luck to the lads. Uh, I think it's going to be an amazing event. Live streamed on YouTube. Check it out. Is it 8th of Feb? Uh, I believe it is. It's in, yeah, around that time. 8th of Feb. Everybody watching this video, be sure to tune in to the live feed of Good Good uh, Two Man Scramble. I think it's going to be epic. But fortunately, this time around, I cannot make and also the thing is if we if you had a plane if i'd have played with you we probably would have won it and got the money and the trophy it's just too predictable like there's no point watching something if you know it's gonna happen exactly so what would be the point um but yeah that that's all it is it's no there's no spite there's no oh good good are doing this first and all this jazz nothing like that it's just logistically i think i get back on the, the whether it's the 1st or 2nd of Feb, I'd have already been away for 10 days to then be away for another week and a, a, week and oh, a bit. Oh, putting your kids first. <laughs> Being away for another week and a bit straight after that, just it no, just logistically it, wouldn't have worked. I think as well, like what people, I'm sure they do realise, but you have got a young family and stuff, so it's a lot to, to juggle, to balance. If I, was, if I was young lads like Good Good, with not a, not a care in the world. You'd be there. With wonderful hair and great Mo- abs big massive muscles and hits it dead far well yeah well, it's dead easy then isn't it but yeah. i'm not you know an old man with three kids who needs to needs to be back yeah. but yeah unfortunately if there's another one i'd love to be involved um well, we wait- can't go now turn the first one down oh <laughs> and if and if uh we, we're still i know it didn't happen last year and, and i'm sorry for that but we are still looking at trying to 
create a live event with all YouTube golfers as well. So stay tuned for that. Is that enough meat? Because I'm sure Nate Edwardson will do a video on this bit now. So I'm going to give him some more to, to cling on to. Well, Come on, Nate. He's got to make a video out of this. So. The, 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 it's hard. Like I've said it before, it's hard to try and do a live stream event. There's some of the live stream stuff that Good Good have been releasing this last few weeks has been very impressive. Yeah, it's incredible. Very impressive. Um, I'd love to know how they're doing that. I'd, I'd chit chat to the guys to do that. But even that, even what they're doing right now... Is it just one group, isn't it? Yeah. That's the thing. It's amazing. It's a, we need quality. that 10x or 18x. That's what I mean. You, we're trying to do that on an 18-hole golf course. Like, I'd love to see how they're live streaming the, the two-man scramble on the 8th of Feb because that's a mammoth effort. It really is. Um, one that, at the moment... I, I just don't know where to start. So unfortunately, it's not going to happen straight away. But if we can figure out an answer, yeah. then we'll get it. We'll get it done. You know what? On that again, heads up if people haven't been aware. But Good Good have done a few live videos already, and the quality is it's unbelievable. But I've not really looked into it too much. But I wonder what the actual demand is for live content like that. Like I, I know they're obviously dipping the toe in the water and trying something. It's really cool to see other people trying experimental things. And I think it's exciting that people are doing that. But like. I actually wonder, and I'm sure people are watching out of intrigue, but if that is a future in, in golf YouTube, or is well, it, it not? Like, I, I, I don't really know the degree, answer. And, and, and this is not, for one second, sounding, sounding, um, it's not, a, a, I'm trying to word, the, word this correctly. I've done live golf content mm. before. Like, I've, I've live streamed many times before, back in the past. Granted, not to the same quality, but the views were always much lower. Mm. Like the views were nowhere near as, as high because people just couldn't tune in at that time. And do you then tune into a live video afterwards? No. Yeah. Not really. I, I think the reason I asked that question, I don't, I almost don't feel qualified to comment because I know that live streaming is a massive thing now in some industries. Like if you look at iShow Speed or whatever and they're getting millions of followers and it's something that I don't literally physically subscribe to. I don't watch it. I have no interest in it, but obviously a lot of people do. We know that Good Good's audience is a little bit younger than ours. Typically there's some crossover, of course, but whether the younger audience are more into live, who knows, but it's exciting to see which way it goes. Just, it's a, I mean, I think the one they did even just this weekend was like three hours long. Yeah. So it's like, are people watching for that amount of time? Are they just who dipping knows? in, dipping out? Are they double screening, double screening? I like a big it, double screen. I love a double screen. Um, have you ever triple screened? I bet you have. A quad? Please. Let me think how you could quad screen. TV? Yeah. You've got the golf on. Yeah. Laptop, pretending you're working. We're just having to kind of look at emails, just looking through. Phone. And an iPad. iPad, yeah. What's on the iPad? Um, live, um, live fishing. <laughs> no, I think the iPad is a YouTube video of like how to stop procrastinating, <laughs> how how to how to stop trying to do too much at once. <laughs> and you're watching that t- kind of hearting in while you're also on TikTok and you're reading emails, watching the telly. <laughs> the iPad saying how to live stream a eighteen hole golf event. Why does nobody watch my live streams? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, who knows? Um. I've got two more questions from Facebook. These will be a bit quicker, I guess. Paul Robson, you've kind of answered this already, Rick, but will Rick be putting a new driver in the bag this year or staying with the Ping G425? Got a controversial shout here, guy. I've been thinking this. No driver, just three wood. No, no, not at all. <laughs> I've been thinking about this quite a bit, actually. Well, I reckon for the last couple of years, I started the year by saying, I'm going to do everything I can to change nothing in my bag. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah. I've been on record to say that. Yeah. That all goes out the window. New sticks. I want new everything. Nice. Old bluey, gone. Even roll, putter, gone. Yeah. Wedges. I don't even know what wedges Taylor made. Taylor made wedges, gone. Titus Dyan's gone. Pink Oof, driver, gone. Wow. The Pro V1. Oh, don't do that. Oh, that's too far now. You'd be working with like a Mizuno ball next. This is a future I could see. Go on, talk okay. to me. Just a, me. A, a little insight to the future. This is where my head's going at the moment. Cobra driver. Ping or tailor-made three-wood. Yeah. Slash four-wood. Okay. Doesn't offend me. I, I really, really, really want a walk down memory lane with my irons. Are you keeping that tight? three iron, by the way. I think that's one you should keep. <sighs> I don't know. Okay, anyway, get rid of it. Burn it. Where I'm genuine, my heart's looking a little bit at the moment. Yeah. And they've been through a, a rebrand and I think they even look better. I know what you're going to say, yeah. I fancy going back to Wilson Irons. Wedges, no idea. Evoke SM10s, baby. I think SM10s. And then a Sky Cameron Pour. I've actually got a Sky Cameron Pour on order. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, another one. And then the last thing. Yep, go on. Bridgestone golf ball. Wow. that That's just where my head's flying at the moment. Wow. So, Bridgestone golf ball, great ball, but just, yeah, okay, I, I hear, uh, yeah, do, you do it's what gonna be you different. need to do. It's going to be different. All in a vessel bag. All in a vessel bag. Nice. Um, last question from um, Facebook, and a little quick couple of Twitters before we lock this thing up. From Paul Crooks, what was the highlight of filming with Bryson? The highlight, because it was just him. <laughs> like, he's such an uh, interesting, but also quite complex character. He is he is full on, determined, passionate, energetic, a, a, a ridiculous athlete. Like he is up close. How he hits his driver so far and so straight. So, sorry, he's on about uh, Bryson. You're talking about me here, aren't you? I think you've heard the question wrong. <laughs> 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 I was like coming on 40 a day. Um, how long he hits it and how straight he hits it is ridiculous. Yeah, per he's, he's a he's a he's a very complex character, which I think... Everyone, I think that's... any. But I think sometimes the, the perception of him being complex and actually spending time with him, he's, he's just... He's yeah. a very in-depth character. I think whatever he would have done in life, he would have... He would have left no uh, stone unturned. I like that. Uh, a few super quick... Twitter or X as it's now obviously called questions. Do you ever call it X? No, it's not weird, even once. It? No. It's Twitter, isn't it? It's Twitter, isn't it? Yeah. It's Twitter, isn't it? Twitter, <laughs> Pull on your grave. Um, Mark Styles has said, if you play a past 69 golf course, would it only really count as breaking 100 if you shoot a 96? Um, so it's tw- so that's the way it's 27 over par like it would be on a par 72 oh I thought you meant like 6,900 yards no then. so we're saying that normally obviously most golf courses are par 72 so to break 100 you have to shoot 27 over par if you shoot you know if it's a par 69 you've got a lot more shots to play with does it really count I th- yeah I think it does I think you can you can just about get away with a par 69 and still break any any target you want to break yep but I agree. But when you see somebody like on the 59 watch on the PJ tour. It's always on a par 70, that. Yeah, it doesn't feel the same. If it's on a 72, it's like, wow. Oh, no. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. Um, from Paul has said, um, would you ever consider joining Team TaylorMade after the foreplay guys got a video with Tiger Woods? It was a very good video, that. So for those of you, explain play. it for people who haven't seen it. Four player, a huge podcast, Barstool Sports, got obviously golf videos as well. <laughs> they did a video with Eldrick. Yeah, they, uh, they're sponsored by TaylorMade. I think, you know what though? I don't think it's a, a guarantee. I think, I no. think there's a lot of, so for, for argument's sake, me and my golf, friends of ours, Andy and Piers, they've been signed with TaylorMade since they were born, right? <laughs> They came out the womb and got a burner straight in. There you go. They've never had time with Tiger Woods. Don't believe so. Not a video like that. Anyway. Grant and Micah, who also signed with with uh, TaylorMade, they've not had time with Tiger Woods. Um, there's been a lot of times where you'd think that these sponsored people would definitely get time for Tiger Woods. From looking at the the conversation that happened after that video with Tiger and the lads, it very much seems like Joe LaCarva is a huge foreplay fan. Mm. And there's kind of conversations there. And I think Joe's kind of gone to Tiger. No, these lads are good. You know, it's almost like, yeah, yeah, shoot a video with those lads. I think from what I read into it, I think they've, they've met him a number of times and he knows a lot of them off the first name basis, which is really cool. I'm sure they obviously love that. So there's that. Then you said there's the Joe LaCarver thing, but also what was really funny about it was he obviously knows them. You can tell he felt comfortable around them. He was giving them handshakes and dapping them all up, etc. which is, which is again was cool for them. But even with all that said and done, at a tailor-made shoot, it still was on quite a tight well, schedule. Got, got 15 minutes you with c- it. And you could tell, I mean, don't be on the video was phenomenal. It was so good. They, they, they really utilised the time well. Fair play to those guys and they're reaping the rewards on views for Fair play it. to those guys. Yeah, well, well nice. Um, but you could tell, and a low tiger, they'd want to chat to them a little bit and gave them a little bit more time than you probably had to. Even then, it was still kind of quite military. But you know what? It showed me a little bit. Tiger knows YouTube, mm. doesn't he? Yeah. Do you see what he did? Yeah. It's to Riggs. 
because Riggs was going to go first. He yeah. went, no, no, no. Yeah. You go last. I've got a little surprise for you. Yeah. Because he knew about retention. Yeah. Well, maybe that's the case. He, he, knew, he knew exactly what he was doing when he said to Riggs go last. And then to get on there and, because if you notice the conversation at the start is like, he went back to his buggy and he was asking yeah, for a golf just ball. One ball. One ball. And then when he came back, he kind of just always had this idea that he's going to put a little surprise in there for Riggs and then steps up there, hits one off the knees, goes viral everywhere. Done. Um, can you make me a promise that I'll be here next week? I want every single week this year as much as possible. Let's okay. get, it's 52 weeks in a year. We've already missed a few. So let's go. How many weeks have we missed? Three, two, two, two weeks. Two. Yeah. Well, technically no. Cause the first week was like the first of Jan. Yeah. But it's the fifth, it's the 16th today when this is going out. So we should have gone. Yeah. But if we do it half weeks, we should have done second. We should have done ninth. We didn't. <laughs> this is now 16. So there's 50 weeks. If we include this one left in the year. Um, I don't know if I'm going to last 50 no, weeks this year. Vapes. <laughs> um, so there's 50 weeks. We have to do 45 just, podcasts. By the way, I don't vape or sheesh or smoke. So, no, so it's just a it's just it's a just terrible a cough. cough that I got on the plane. Um, you know, probably COVID or something. Yeah, just something like that. <laughs> um, we need to do 45 podcasts at least. Yeah. We can have five weeks of you going off. And we, can, we can do a little Friday specials. Yeah, we'll build it up. If you want Next pod- week, do not miss... The Tommy Fleetwood Podcast. It is one of the best podcasts we've ever done. We've had Tommy on the channel before, yes, and on the podcast, yes. But this podcast is one of the best ever. Um, We shall see you next Monday. Be sure to like... Tuesday. Tuesday. Do us a favour as well. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, all right? Hit that subscribe button on the podcast YouTube channel. Let's get cracking with those subscribers. What are we up to? Like 200 and something odd. 200 billion. We're on 200 billion subscribers <laughs> and we want 300 billion subscribers, we please. We've got um, 247, so 250 would be lovely. 250 by next quarter week, please. Guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for hear your support out. as Sorry, always. Sorry, I've got an idea. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. If you subscribe, even if you already are subscribed or you're a new subscriber to the YouTube, the Rick Shields Golf Show podcast YouTube channel, screenshot your subscription. Yeah, you're with me. So go on, subscribe. Yeah, go on, what's Wait, after that? Screenshot it. Send it to you on Twitter. On 07... <laughs> on Twitter, on the Facebook group, on the anywhere, anywhere you can access Rick, send it. We will pick a winner, and they will win a Clubhouse merch putter head cover. Now, those Limited are in absolute right demand. There's not many left. We'll put one to one side. You can win it. Nice. Guys, get involved. Do not miss out. We shall see you next week. And Happy New Year, everyone. And that's officially the last time that anybody is allowed to say it this year. Peace. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag. A watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.